The following program is brought to you in living color. Hi, I'm Tony Figueroa, and welcome to another edition of This Week in TV History. You can read my blog, travelthetelevision.blogspot.com, or you can listen to me on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. And uh, this time I'm going to talk about a show called Emergency. It premiered January 15th, 1972, and ran until March 28th, 1977. And... Uh, before I get to the show, uh, I guess I have to go back a little bit. Um, first of all, this show was part of Jack Webb's amazing franchise that he had on NBC in the late 60s all the way to the mid-70s, uh, starting, of course, with uh, the, his revival of Dragnet that he did uh, with Harry Morgan, and then that spun off Adam-12. Well, Emergency coexists in that universe. Uh, unlike uh, Dragnet and Adam-12, this was an hour-long show because it did have a lot more adventurous uh, uh, scenes to it. So there was a lot more action than the other two prior shows, but they still coexisted in the same universe. Uh, like Dragnet and Adam-12, Jack Webb helped create this show. Uh, he did it um, with the idea of doing a show about two paramedics. Uh, you did have the same dynamic that you had with Dragnet and Adam-12. You had you know, one bachelor uh, and one person who was, you know, a stable family man. Uh, one was usually the straight man, one was usually the comic relief. So that formula was still very much intact. Something also important to know about this show. The paramedics program, as we know it, was about six months old when this show first aired. So something I didn't appreciate fully when I was a kid, because, you know, I was a kid, if there was an emergency, uh, you didn't have 911, you called the fire department. So even if the house was not on fire, if somebody passed out or somebody got hurt, you would call the fire department. I remember we had little stickers on our phone that we called that number. I did not know that this was a program that was not everywhere. In fact, there were only 12 different paramedic programs in the United States at the time the show started. Two of them were in Los Angeles. In fact, the position of uh, the fire departments was we're here to put out fires, we're not here to deliver babies. So you imagine, yeah, this program was brand new. It was an idea that a lot of people wanted to see happen, uh, but there were still a lot of critics. So I just wanted to give you kind of that groundwork uh, there, the show features two leads, and just like with uh, Dragnet and Adam-12, you had Gage and DeSoto. Uh, Johnny Gage, played by Randolph Mantooth, he was more of the comic relief, the bachelor, and then you had Kevin Ty playing Roy DeSoto, you know, more serious family man. Uh, many of these episodes would open in the firehouse where they would be doing their normal everyday stuff, maybe. Uh, cooking a meal or polishing the truck or, you know, just having conversation, kicking back, you know, small talk. When that alarm went off, they went into action. They were strictly business. Now, these two actors that we have, Kevin Ty and Randolph Mantooth, they also trained to be paramedics as part of their preparation for the show. The idea was that they needed to know what they were doing when they were holding the various uh, 
medical, uh, well, what did you say? Uh, holding the medical equipment, holding the uh, uh, different technology, the uh, radio phones and the, the EKGs that could transmit uh, signals over to the hospital, but just, you know, how to do an ID. They had to do all of that. So they had to know exactly what they were doing. Now, years later, Randolph Mantus said, hey, if I ever get in trouble, I'm still calling 911. Well, at least now we have 911 for that situation. So you had those two that were in Station 51, and they would go out on calls, fight the fires, rescue uh, people, uh, like Dragnet and Adam 12. Sometimes you'd go to somebody's home, you didn't know what to expect. Sometimes it was a very heavy thing happening in that house or sometimes it was rather humorous. You had colorful characters, humorous situations. Uh, they always had music to accompany the situation that was having, that they had in the background. <laughs> so it was always fun to uh, see who would they be. And that's when you had a wonderful opportunity for various guest stars. And then if they did take somebody in the, um, if, you know, I mean, if they called an ambulance and had them take it to a Rampart Hospital, then they would be treated in the emergency room by Dr. Branken, who would be, you know, be Dr. Kelly Branken, who was played by Robert Fuller and also treated by Nurse, Nick, Nurse, Nurse Dixie McCall, uh, played by uh, Julie London. And uh, there was also another doctor played by Bobby Troop. It was Dr. Joe Early. Uh, something else you need to know, Julie London was the former Mrs. Jack Webb. That was Jack Webb's uh, ex-wife. And her current husband was Bobby Troop, now in the role of Dr. Roy Early. Bobby Troop, you might also know as a singer-songwriter, most famously uh, for the song Route 66. Uh, the characters of Rita Malloy from Adam 12, they did appear on the show at least a couple of times, one in the pilot, and then later in a uh, episode, much, much later, uh, Jack Webb uh, did not get credit for uh, creating the show in the pilot episode. He did get credit for directing, so he was involved with that uh, part of the production phase. Uh, the pilot episode was called the Wedsworth Townsend Act. And it was, you know, they, they changed the spelling slightly. There was the Wedsworth Townsend Act, and that was the act that passed in California to get the paramedics program started. So the pilot episode was centering around uh, getting this act passed. Uh, Dr. Bracken actually, uh, his character went to Sacramento to help get it passed, although he was dead set against a paramedics program in principle because he thought that there were certain things that should be done by doctors. The idea of having the paramedics performing certain medical procedures in the field, even though they did have radio telephones and other ways of contacting doctors and the doctors would be giving them their marching orders. They could not do anything until the doctor said to do whatever needed to be done. Uh, that was a, a big part of the pilot episode. Also, the B-plot of the pilot episode featured romance between Dr. Bracken and Nurse uh, McCall. Uh, the romance kind of fizzled out as the show went on, but uh, you would then you know, have uh, the paramedics put the uh, injured or the sick into the ambulance and they would get to Rampart Hospital where they would be treated. And then later throughout the episode, uh, Gage and DeSoto would find out what happened with the people that they brought in. So most of the storylines would be going full circle. But I still find this being a show more fascinating, the stuff going on behind the scenes. There was a technical advisor 
and uh, the technical advisor's name was James Page, known as Jim Page. Uh, Jim Page was the one who would talk to the directors, talk to the actors, make sure that they were doing everything right. He taught everyone how to hold the equipment, how to say certain things, how to do certain things, but he would also go to the directors and say, they would not do it that way, they need to do it this way. And that was very important. They wanted to make sure that this show uh, represented a certain authenticity when showing uh, the paramedics at work. Uh, the character of Johnny Gage was supposed to be Jimmy Page or Jim Page, uh, but uh, James Page uh, said, no, please do not do that. I consider that an incredible honor, but because of the time, uh, he knew that this would be a bad idea because a lot of the higher-ups in the fire department did not like this paramedic program. Again, there were a lot of people within the department that felt we're here to fight fires, not deliver babies. So when a TV show just a few months later comes out and it centers around the paramedics, they were not happy with that. And uh, Jim Page was already on thin ice with the department being a consultant on a TV show, the fact that there would be a character named after him. Yeah, they knew that was not, that. His career could be over because of that. At least that's how he saw it, because that's how serious. So you had people in the medical profession not liking this program, people within the firefighter community not liking this program. I mean, it's hard to believe because we had, this program is pretty commonplace now. At the time, it was new, and uh, I'm not one to use terms like groundbreaking when I'm talking about a TV show, unless I honestly believe that the show was groundbreaking. And I think what they did with Emergency definitely falls under the category of groundbreaking. Uh, but uh, the show, again, created by Jack Webb and Robert A. Sinander, and uh, they would, Robert Sinander would later work on many other shows, a lot of medical and procedural shows. Um, Jack Webb, of course, legendary for playing Joe Friday, creating Dragnet, worked on a lot of shows. But I would say, yeah, the big three in my take on uh, Dragnet would be Dragnet, Adam 12, and, and Emergency. I, I wish there was a way that they could have all three crossover. Yeah, Rita Malloy were on Emergency, but I wish Jack Webb could have uh, gone over as uh, Detective Joe Friday in one episode. I think it would have been a cool crossover. Maybe he just didn't want to work with his ex. I mean, who knows? Uh, but uh, the setting was Station 51, uh, so that would be a, a real fire station, and then they would swap out the vehicles. The vehicles are now, the actual vehicles that you saw on the show, fire, uh, fire engine, and the paramedics truck, uh, they're over at the L.A. County Fire Museum, so it's something that you could still see. Uh, a lot of the equipment that was used on the show, and keep in mind at the time, this was state-of-the-art equipment. Uh, that went over to uh, the Smithsonian uh, Institute, so that's you know shows their 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 legacy. The show is still on. You can see it on the Nostalgia channels, and it's available on multiple platforms. Uh, there were toys that were out at the time. I had the board game. Yes, there was an emergency board game. Uh, this show, unlike uh, Dragnet and Adam Twelve spun off a cartoon series. It was on Saturday morning called Emergency Plus Four. So it was Gage and DeSoto 
plus four of the kids that helped them in their rescue operations. Uh, there were other potential uh, spinoffs on the show that never quite took off. Uh, but I'd say the show has a great legacy. Actually, it has several legacies. Uh, if you ever visit the Universal Studios lot or just take the Universal Studios tour, one thing you will see on the tram route is Fire Station number 51. Now, uh, Fire Station 51 has been around for about 20 plus years. Uh, formerly, they had a fire station, it was Station 60. Uh, that fire station was demolished to expand and build the Jurassic Park ride. So when they built a brand new fire station, it was decided that it was going to be numbered 51 as an homage to the TV show Emergency, which shot on the Universal lot a great deal. Uh, if you watch Chicago Fire, uh, Chicago Fire is set in Station 51 as an homage to Emergency. And I think if you look at uh, the Chicago lineup that we have on NBC now, uh, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, uh, inspired, of course, by Dragnet and Adam 12 and Emergency, uh, just like the Law & Order franchise, definitely inspired by Dragnet. Uh, so you can see the legacy of Jack Webb continues on in other shows. Uh, so, yes, fire stations have been, real fire stations have been uh, numbered 51. Fictional fire stations have been numbered 51. Uh, you have, uh, you know, Jack Webb's fingerprints all over modern procedural shows. So whether they're medical dramas or police procedurals, uh, so much influence from uh, early work that Jack Webb did. It's pretty amazing. I still think the greatest legacy that uh, Emergency and the other Jack Webb shows is, uh, there was a whole generation that watched these shows and decided, I wanna be a paramedic, I wanna be a police officer. So even though a lot of times we watch movies and TV shows and as kids we go, I want to be an actor like that guy. I want to write movies like this. I want to direct like Steven Spielberg. I think we sometimes downplay the fact that there are a lot of professionals out there that chose their profession based on a TV show they saw as a child. So there's probably a lot of paramedics out there today saving lives because they saw a show called Emergency. And I think you can get no greater legacy than that. I know, it's amazing. I would love to talk more about the show. I enjoy watching it, uh, but this is one of those shows I just find the behind-the-scenes aspects uh, much more uh, interesting in many ways than what made it on the air. And what made it on the air is a lot of fun. Personally, I also love watching these shows because I love seeing the locations as they looked back in the 1970s. So a lot of these areas are right outside my door, literally. Right outside, I recognize spots uh, where they have filmed. And uh, yeah, it is fun to watch. But like I said, there's probably no greater legacy than all the young people that watched that show that grew up to be paramedics. I can't think of a better way to end than that. And we're going to pause right here, but we'll have more TV history right after this message. You can read my blog, childoftelevision.blogspot.com. You can listen to me on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. I'm Tony Figueroa. Stay tuned.